please stand and join me for the call to worship. Alleluia. Praise be to God. Christ has risen indeed. We bring, we bring our, our joyful alleluias to this place today. The tomb is empty and new life hovers in this dome. We, we praise God for the, for the mystery and the excitement of new life present this day.
please join me in prayer. Our gracious God, we thank you for this glorious day. We thank you for our Savior, who is indeed risen. We thank you that he is alive and well in our hearts and in this place. We thank you for your love, for your grace, and for your forgiveness as represented in your Son, Jesus the Christ. We pray now on this Easter morning that we will sing your praises and live our lives worthy of your love. Be with us now in this time of worship, and may we direct our hearts towards you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Today we gather in this place to worship the risen Christ. And as we do so, we come on a sort of gray, rainy day, but one that is bright in our hearts as we think about the risen Christ we serve. The fact that we gather here to offer our praise and adoration through song, through spoken word, through proclamation, through presence, and through fellowship here with each other. We're delighted that each person has made their way here today to be a part of this worship service. 
There are members here, there are guests here, some who have come a long way and some who have walked across the street, literally, and we're glad that everyone is here on this day. We would like to have a record of everyone's attendance by uh, just asking you to write your name and any other information you would be uh, like to share with us in the blue uh, tablet or notebook there at the end of the pew. It's on the end of every row. And just list there if there's um, anything that you would uh, like to share with us. Southside Baptist Church is right in the heart of Five Points South. We're always working toward building an inclusive community of grace. We reach out to all people that come into this place to call forth those gifts and talents they may have to be used to glorify the Lord. We also seek to build fellowship among each other, to find ways to express our joy at being a follower of Christ, the risen Lord. Today, as we continue our time of, of worship, would ask that you'd stand as we join together in our responsive hymn. Please do stand. You will find the tune there for this great festive hymn, Hail the Festival Day. Uh, the instructions are self-evident, but I can forewarn you that you have two opportunities to hear the tune before you have to sing it. The first is the playthrough of the organ. The second, the choir will sing it, and then you will be asked to sing it on each uh, response. Hail the festival day.
Our first scripture lesson today comes from the book of Isaiah, chapter 55, verses 1 through 11. Come all you who are thirsty, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come, buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread, and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me and eat what is good, and your soul will delight in the richest affair. Give ear and come to me. Hear me that your soul may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you, my faithful love promised to David. See, I have made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander of the peoples. Surely you will summon nations you know not, and nations that do not know you will hasten to you because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has endowed you with splendor. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his ways and the evil man his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord, and he will have mercy on him, and to our God, for he will freely pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. As the rain and snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And you will go out in joy and be led forth in peace to the mountains and hills and will burst forth into song before you and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Here ends our lesson from the Old Testament. Our second scripture reading is from the Gospel of John, the 20th chapter, reading from verses 11 through 18. And in honor of this reading from the Gospel, if you're able, will you stand for the reading of scripture? But Mary stood out weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. And Jesus said to her, Mary. And she turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabune, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, do not hold on to me because I have not yet ascended to the Father, but go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and to your Father, to my God and your God. And Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. This is the word of the Lord.
may be seated. Okay. Is anyone else that would like to come down and join us here? How are you? How about you? Okay. Your name? Jack. I thought so. And? Martin. Well, we're glad that you're all here. And here comes several others to join us. Well, guys, it's like y'all got it made, all these pretty girls coming down here. We're glad that you're all here today. I want to talk to you for just a moment about what Easter means. Let me ask you this. Did you have, what happened to this morning or maybe over the weekend? Did you go and hunt some eggs and do something like that? What did you, did you hunt eggs? What, did you find them all? You didn't find them all? Are they real eggs? You, you better Some. find all the real eggs, huh? Some. Some of them. What about anyone else? Did you go on an egg oh. hunt? Um, did you go on the egg hunt? There were only eggs in my front room. Oh, okay. And you found them all. Me and my brother found all of them. Okay. Were they real eggs or were they plastic eggs with prizes in them? They were Easter eggs. They were Easter eggs. Okay. <laughs> were they colored eggs? Were they, did you break them open and eat them? No. Well, maybe this afternoon. Anyway, we want to talk about, about the Easter. Look up here at the cross behind us. Look at all the flowers on it. Why do you think we have all those on there? We better not pull on it too much. It might tip over. We have the flowers. It's, it's Easter Sunday when Jesus, who had been crucified on a cross, rose. He rose and he, he became alive again. And I want to show you something here. This is a, a little, you know what this is? Besides being a branch off of a tree? What is it? A plant. It's a plant. It is a plant. And it's actually a part of a tree. It's a dogwood, a piece of a dogwood tree. And you see the, all these blooms on it. What do you notice about those? What are they? They have, they're, they're sort of white or cream color. And on the end of each one, what's on the end? What's right here at the end of each one of them? A little bit of a color, right? Um, it's like, it's sort of a reddish color there. Yeah. And, you know, there's a, I'm sorry. Got, got the limb caught in her bow. <laughs> so the, the leg, there's a legend that goes with the dogwood tree. And what I want to do is give you all one of these little, if there's enough to go around, to remind you, because this is a promise that God makes to us and that Jesus makes to us, that because of the cross and also right in the middle is something like a crown of thorns that was on his head when he was crucified, that he rose again. And this is the beauty and the hope we have in him. So when you take that, you can remember. Let me take it, Abby. Anyone else want one of these? You want one? Okay. I think we've got enough to go just about around to everybody. There you go. So I want to give you that. And now, can you tell me now what this remind? What does this tell you? Just look at it. Just look at it for just a moment. It's pretty. It shows us that something's alive, that it's it's living. And you know, how about that? I had just enough for everybody, but no more. 
And I think that what that also reminds us that God loves each of you. God loves you, and just like that that flower is pretty, that bloom that comes on the dogwood tree, and it may it may be something we can learn from. It also reminds us of God's love, God's love because God cares for us and creates each of you in a beautiful way and makes you beautiful. And so take that home with you and think about each person that's up here, all the friends that you have here, but also the cross that Jesus has was crucified on, but also that we have hope and he is made to live again. So this afternoon you go home and you enjoy your Easter eggs, Jack, okay? If you have Easter eggs, you go home and and have some fun with those and all of you also go, but take that flower with you and you can give it to your uh, one of your parents or you can give it to your brother. You probably won't give it to your sister or brother, but nonetheless, you can take it with you as a reminder. I know he's your brother. I know he is. I can't, you know, it's not hard to tell that you're brothers. <laughs> and and that that's what we're, we're blessed with. So remember that Jesus promised us that he loves us and he cares for us, even to the point that he makes beautiful things for us to enjoy and also makes us beautiful as well. Let's bow together. Oh, Lord, we thank you for this day and the blessings of it, for what Easter means to us, for the truth that comes through you. Bless these children, and may they remember always that there is hope in you because you love them, you care for them, and you're gracious unto all of us. Amen. Favorite. I think my favorite egg is the Cadbury's cream filled egg. Do I have a witness? Amen. Okay. <laughs> Trouble is, I'm not allowed to eat them anymore. <laughs> Will you join me as we come with our prayers to the Father this morning? Shall we pray? Living Lord Jesus. Today, gloriously, joyfully, you live forever in the life of the world and in the hearts of those who love you and the power of the Spirit to transcend even the forces of death. We rejoice that in your living presence you offer new creation to every unhealed heart, to every deadened place, to every damaged heart. When we are all despairing, when the world is full of grief, when we see no way ahead and hope has gone away, roll back the stone. May the declaration of your triumph over our fears and doubts resound not only in the walls of this building, but touch the lives of all whom we meet and forever be the source of hope within our lives. We come to pray for the world in which we live today. We have been horrified at violence in various places of this world, especially this week, the attack in Brussels. It seems that none are safe and many are frightened. Hold back the hands of those who seek to maim and to kill. Turn around the hearts of those who hate. Grant instead your peace in place of division, a peace that passeth all understanding and changes lives. We think of your church today, celebrating in clusters and crowds all over the world. 
Our languages, our race, our nationalities may be different, but our worship is one and our praise for you is united. We pray that your spirit may guide and strengthen us all in mission and service to your kingdom, to our own communities and to the world outside in whatever way we can each contribute. And we pray that day by day we may draw closer to you, experiencing your love in our lives, that that love may overflow to others around us. And Lord, on this day of hope, draw to your heart all those who are weighed down by grief, illness, or anxiety, those who are absent or forgotten, those who are homebound or hospitalized, that the light of your love may shine upon them with hope and dispel the darkness of doubt and of pain. God of resurrection, we remember today all who have died and whose memory we still cherish. May they rest in peace and rise in glory. And may those who love them and miss them know that their end is a new beginning. Into your hands, gracious God, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through Jesus Christ, our Savior, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever.
was probably one of the longest weekends of my life. Just five days earlier, we had been dancing in the streets of Jerusalem as Jesus rode on that donkey, and we cried, Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Boy, were we excited. By the time we left Jerusalem and got back to Bethany, we were exhilarated and exhausted all at the same time. I think that most of us by that time had got over the earlier shock of when the master had said that he needed to go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the scribes and the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, and then he must be killed, and then the third day rise from the dead. Well, the next day we went back into the city. We couldn't believe what happened. We went straight to the temple. And Jesus began to drive out those who were selling and those who were buying in the temple. And he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold the doves. Well, the doves were flying. The denarii was clattering. It was complete chaos. The effect was electrifying. The religious leaders hated it because they hated him, but they couldn't do anything about it because the crowds were mesmerized by his teaching. They were spellbound by what he was saying. End of day two, back to Bethany. And so it went on through the days of that week. One of the funniest moments was when the scribes and the Pharisees came to Jesus to try and trip him up. They tried to do that all the time. Anyway, the Sadducees talked about a woman who had married a brother, and the brother died, and then the next brother stepped up to the plate and married her, and he died, and then the next one, until she had married seven brothers, and they had all died, and he said to Jesus, to which one of them is she going to be married in the day of the resurrection? But Jesus knew that the Pharisees believed in the resurrection, but the Sadducees didn't. Peter told a joke about that. He said that's where they were sad, you see. It wasn't one of his best ones, but anyway, Jesus had tripped them up, and while they were arguing about the resurrection, Jesus slipped away and managed to escape. But behind the scenes, they were watching, they were waiting. The chief priests and the scribes were looking for a way to arrest Jesus by stealth and to kill him. Some of us were not there when he had the Passover meal, when he took the bread and the wine, and he said, this is a new covenant that I made with you. And not many of us were there in the garden. But later, we were told what happened. The news spread fast. The disciples, one by one, eventually came and told us that they couldn't stand it any longer. And one by one, when the soldiers arrived in the garden, they just ran away. And then there was John Mark. It was almost funny, unless it was tragic. He told us about how he, he, in a rush to get to the garden to see what was happening, he just threw a linen cloth around him. And then when the soldiers came and they grabbed it, he had nothing left and he ran away naked. It seemed to be a kind of symbol of everything bad that was happening. We were terrified. They had come to get Jesus. Would they come to get us next? How can things change so quickly within five days? I don't remember everything that happened in the next 24 hours. Some events I was there, some I wasn't. It happened all so quickly, but I was numb most of the time. I remember being there when the crowd cried, crucify, crucify, we will not have this man to reign over us. 
I was there and watched as they whipped him, as Pilate handed him over to be crucified. I walked quietly, slowly down the Via Dolorosa. Several of us were there. Mary, the Lord's own mother, her sister, another Mary, and John. And finally, we stood under the cross. The more the time went on, the closer we got to where he was hanging. I was there when they crucified my Lord. I was there when they crucified my Lord. Sometimes it causes me to tremble, tremble, tremble. I was there when they crucified my Lord. I'll never forget the way in which he spoke forgiveness to these Roman soldiers. And then he turned to his mother. Who else but him would have remembered that his mother was there and said to her, woman, here is your son. And then turning to John, here is your mother. And then those hours of darkness. It was as almost as if it was that time when Moses had gone into Mount Sinai the thick darkness where God was, was how the scriptures tell us of that event, but the thick darkness that surrounded Jesus, he didn't seem to sense the presence of his Father. He had told us over and over again down through the years that we were to call God Abba. But in that moment, all he said was, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I was there when the sun refused to shine. I was there when the sun refused to shine. And then he died. We watched and waited as Joseph went boldly to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Time was running out. Sabbath was near. We decided that we would go back after Sabbath was over. We would anoint his body properly for burial. I don't know what we actually expected to happen on that morning. We walked slowly, deliberately towards the tomb. They had rolled a stone in front of it. They had set Roman soldiers to guard it. So how on earth we thought we were going to get near to the body of Jesus and anoint him, I don't know. But the one thing that mattered is that we loved him and we wanted to be with him. I know that none of you were there that morning, but I remember just as if it was this morning. It was the first day of the week. You call it Sunday, but it, it was like Monday to us. It was after Passover, after Sabbath. We had just been celebrating the victory of God and delivering us as the Jews from the nation of Egypt from slavery. We were celebrating the freedom that God had brought to us, but over that weekend, it was all dark. Our hearts were heavy. We had hoped that Jesus would have done exactly the same for us as what happened in Egypt, that the Roman armies would have been destroyed, that God would have been victorious, and we would have been at the head of Jesus' army. Maybe you've had mornings like that when it's all dark and dreary and nothing good seems to be happening. You wonder why bother getting up. Perhaps your loved one has died and you've prayed that it wouldn't be like that. Your life has been turned upside down. The future seems so uncertain. All your hopes and dreams have gone up in smoke. I know how you feel. I felt that that morning. 
when I got close to the tomb, the stone was rolled away. The soldiers were gone. And the tomb was empty. It seemed as if somebody had stolen the Lord's body. So I ran and I told Peter and John and and they came back and, and Peter and John, or one of them, I can't remember which, looked in and then the other one actually went in. And, and they came back and they said, the body's not there, but the linen clothes are still lying where Jesus lay. I mean, who steals a body and leaves the linen clothes all by themselves? And then there seemed to be a lot of people around suddenly. There was these two young men who said to me, he's not here. Well, of course he's not here. I could see that for myself. And then there was the gardener. I looked up and I said to him, sir, if you know where he is, then just let me go to him and I'll take him away. And then suddenly he said one word, Mary. And it all flooded back. That same word he had said to me all those years before, Mary. And I said, Master. And then I reached out to touch him and I grabbed him and I I wouldn't stop holding on to him. And he said, don't hold on to me. I've still to ascend to my father and your father, to my God and to your God. And I just fell on my knees in wonder and amazement. Tears of sorrow and tears of joy were flowing down my face. I've often wondered why he appeared to me first of all. A woman? I mean, women were not considered to be reliable witnesses. I've often wondered why Paul didn't include us in his list of witnesses when he wrote to the church in Corinth. Some of the men said our story was just an idle tale. I've reminded them on a few occasions that we were there at the cross when they couldn't be seen for smoke. I ran then to tell the rest of the disciples. I was breathless. I could hardly get the words out. I've seen the Lord. I thought they would be jumping for joy, but they were stony-faced. Well, I suppose they all needed to meet him for themselves. The word of a woman wasn't enough for them. Go figure. But later on, the disciples gave me a new title, Apostle to the Apostles. A little ironic, I used to think. Well, I'll never get over the sheer joy and the excitement of those moments. I look back and I'm so thankful. Mary Rabuni. I was there when God raised him from the tomb. I was there when God raised him from the tomb. Sometimes I feel like shouting glory glory, glory. I was there when God raised him from the tomb because he is not there. He is risen indeed. Would you all stand as we join our voices in singing our hymn of dedication? Because darkness was turned to light, despair to hope, all because of the love demonstrated by Jesus on the cross. So we lift high the cross, hymn of dedication 415, a time for you to respond.
to the word proclaimed, to become a part of this fellowship, to express your love and commitment to following the Christ, or if there are needs of prayer that you have to share with us. Whatever your need and whatever you would like to express, come. I will be here at the front as we sing this hymn, Lift High the Cross. Please bow your heads. Father, we are filled with joy this morning and with gratefulness for your gift of Jesus Christ 
and for raising him from the dead for the saving of our sins. At this time of giving, we think about all of the things that you do for us, all of the gifts. Some of us have little and some of us have much, but we all have something that we can give back to you to express our love and our gratefulness for your gifts. Please take these gifts for the furtherance of your kingdom. In Jesus Christ's name we pray, amen.
please take your seat for just a moment. It's been a wonderful day to be in the house of the Lord on this great Easter morning as we think about the, uh, the wonders of God's creation, but also to hear the words proclaimed, and especially for the choir and what they've done. We thank you for Sarah. Which brings me to one other thing before we have our benediction is that at the very end you'll see the choral benediction is hallelujah, the hallelujah chorus. And there are some copies printed that Henry will be giving out and then maybe Tom will give those out on this side. If you would like to come forward and stand at the front and sing or stand where you are and sing, uh, that is uh, certainly right. With anything, We have even room here on either side. So if you would all stand and uh, you can receive those as, as we're preparing to go out. It's been a great day to be here, for he is risen indeed. Benediction uh, spoken. Go with the joy and the love and the peace of God within your hearts to know his blessing upon you now and forevermore. Amen. others? Any other takers? No? Very good. While they're getting into place, I might make note that uh, for those who have not been with us, it's been a, about 40 days since we sang an Alleluia, uh, so we wanted to uh, jam-pack Alleluias and Hallelujahs into this service, so, uh, so here we are. So sing with. 